Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. everybody welcome to this episode of the communication coach podcast i hope you're well that you're having a great week a great day a great month even whatever you're doing so often i am asked around how to have difficult conversations and in particular on asking for a pay rise or asking for a promotion now i have a client who came to me and they were feeling that they weren't giving value it was a new job to them They had come from running their own business into a whole new world of of corporacy and they weren't understanding the sort of acronyms and were feeling that A, they weren't able to participate fully and also B, that they were out of their comfort zone. But what they did know was that they wanted to be involved more, that they wanted to ask for promotion, that they wanted to accept more responsibility. And they knew that they could give value at the same time. And this isn't the only person that's asked me this. I've often asked people, you know, what is the most difficult thing that you find in communication? A lot of it is around having difficult conversations and in particular asking or negotiating for a pay rise or for a promotion. And perhaps you can relate to this. So I'm going to give you some top tips today on how to do that. Now, the top tips are, of course, on my other computer, which is just here. So if I'm looking down, that's why if you're listening to the podcast, of course, that will make no sense to you at all. But if you're watching the YouTube video or any other video, then that's what I'm doing is I'm just checking my notes down here. Now, what I did just then was that I managed your expectations. So in me saying, if I'm looking down, it's because I'm checking my notes. What I'm doing is telling you exactly what I'm doing. So you don't think it's weird when I go like this and start reading and you think, what is Nick doing? Why is she looking down? I've told you. And that is called a a pre-paragraph. It kind of covers off any complaints or any issues that you as a viewer might have or the listener might have and I'm explaining myself before I've done something so that it clears up the communication right at that very early stage so there's there's a top trip for you right at the start there so we're going to break this into little sections and the first part is going to be planning so tip number one planning now communication on the whole is unconscious. And by that, I mean, we often say or do things that we're not even thinking about. It's an unconscious behavior. And one of the purposes of this podcast is to make you more aware of what you're saying and what you're doing and make you more conscious because we can't change what we don't know. So if you don't know something, you don't know it, do you? There's um, nothing you can do about it. But if you are starting to become aware of how you're communicating, then consciousness is the key to change. As Aristotle, I believe, once said, certainly it comes way back from uh, Socrates' time, is that self-reflection is the key to self-attainment, or words to that effect. I've probably completely ruined that quote, but it basically means when you consciously become aware of your behaviour, that's how you can change, and that's how you can achieve more. So let me just check what's next in my notes. So have a purpose for your conversation. Now, often people say or talk about negotiation. So I'm going to use negotiation and communication as the same thing. And I'm going to say that negotiation is a communication 
with a purpose. So it's a conversation with a purpose. And because communication is often an unconscious behavior, we often don't have the purpose of it. So when you are asking for a pay rise or you're asking for a promotion or maybe even a new job, then think about how you want to address that right at the very beginning. So what is your outcome? What is your goal? What is your purpose of the conversation? And just take a few minutes to write that down. And so if the purpose is, well, actually I want more money. Okay, so why do you want more money? Well, I want more money because I want to buy a bigger house. Okay, great, but why do you want to buy a bigger house? Well, I want a bigger house because I've got three children and they're all crammed in for one bedroom. Perfect. So what is it about having your three children in one bedroom that wants you to buy a bigger house? Because they're not having a lifestyle that I would like to give them. So now as you go under those layers and ask yourself more questions about what your purpose is, you're, you're beginning to hit your real why. Which is very interesting because when we do that in life in general and hit our real whys, they are the things that get us out of bed and get us doing the things. So they're more, they, that is the thing that will make you more likely to have the conversation rather than going, actually, it's not that important to me because it is important to you. And when you realize and recognize why it's important to you, then that will help you and motivate you to drive you forward. So work out what it is about what you really want to achieve from the conversation or from the pay rise, because there will be a reason that's driving you. Uh, for many of us, it will be because I'd, I'd like to feel valued. But yeah, but why do you want to feel valued? What is it about feeling valued that's important to you? And then we can start to uncover more of our why. And that makes it more powerful. And some of you will be, you'll know about this in when you set goals in, in your life, but we don't then translate that just to a conversation, an important conversation for us about what we want to achieve. So the second P is practice. And that might sound a bit odd because often we don't practice our conversations. We just kind of go straight into them. We are emotionally driven. If you've listened to any of my podcasts before, I explained that we have the logical side of the brain and the emotional side of the brain. And we are driven more emotionally than our logical side. So often we have to fight. I know I'm a very emotional person. So my emotional brain kicks in really quickly. So I have to be very consciously aware of what's happening. So the more you practice, the more you become a, aware of who you are, what you are and what motivates you and what also causes you to emotionally react. But also when you practice, what it allows you to do is it allows you to get rid of any of those kind of nerves. So you can say it out loud. You might practice with a friend, a trusted friend who, who might give you some tips and pointers and go, actually, not sure I would say it like that because generally we come at life from our own perspective. So let me just give you an example of that. Here are my glasses. I'm just taking my glasses off. Okay, so imagine I'm just waking up in the morning and I put my glasses on. And imagine these lenses here are filled of my life experiences, my values, my beliefs, my opinions, you know, those things that I'm really strong and opinionated about and what I believe to be true. And so as soon as I put my glasses on, that's how I see the world. That is my vision, that's my 2020 vision. So imagine you put your glasses on and your glasses will give you a completely different of the world, view of the world than mine do because your lenses will be made up of your experiences, your beliefs and your values. And they won't be the same as me, um, which is great because it makes us all unique. So, but it, what it, that does mean is that we all have different opinions. So if, you, if I was your boss and you came to ask me for a raise, then I'd be like, well, what's in it for me? All I can see is that I'm handing over money to you, more money, which is going to cost me national insurance and pension. Perhaps your boss is a lot more relaxed than I am. But start to look at it from my perspective as well. And we're going to go on to uh, 
the fourth, third, third P, gosh, I can't even count, the third P, which is the other person's perspective, but we'll stick with this in a moment. So practice, record yourself, practice walking into the room. You know, you think of those uh, people that you look to for advice, who maybe do have YouTubes, have podcasts, who run seminars and webinars, and you go there and you listen to what they say. They don't just go on there without practicing what they're going to say, without having a format, without thinking about it, without being consciously present of what they're going to be doing and saying to you and the message that they want to get across. So practice. I can tell you every negotiation I ever went on, I practiced in the car on the way there about how I was going to open up that conversation. And then even during the break times where perhaps I wasn't having conversations with them, I would stop, I would talk to another person if they were there, or I would talk to myself and jot down a few notes, but then I would practice. And it's great if you know somebody who will just sit and listen to you and give you honest feedback. Now, remember with honest feedback, that sometimes that can cause an emotional reaction because you might not want to hear what they have to say to you. But then you sit down, press a big pause button on the emotions and go, okay, so what is it exactly that this person is trying to tell me? Um, and how will that help me in the future? So just remember that as well. So practice. Right, the third one, and I'm going to suggest um, women in particular, you, us, we have this. And I say that because of the amount of conversations that I've had with women, especially in higher CEO roles, managerial roles, that they disempower themselves before they go into a conversation about wages and about promotion. So let me give you an example. If you are quite a submissive person, so you're the person that says sorry all the time, that you will sit down and listen to somebody else and then go, oh God, yeah, I must be wrong and you're forever apologizing for your own point of view. And, and I'm, I'm one of these people, I have to put my hand up and say, actually, I am often that person, especially when I feel disempowered. And there might be, one of the reasons for me personally that I might feel disempowered is because of fear of looking stupid. The fear of saying, do I have the right to say this? What gives me the right to come in and ask for a raise or ask for a promotion or ask for a job, which I perceive to be a little bit out of my, um, my intellect let's just call it intellect that's probably not the right word but for the purpose of, of this presentation i'm going to call it intellect and there has been a lot of research done on this especially around women's brains and men's brains and how that when men see a role that they have a couple of attributes to and can go actually i can do this this and this oh i don't think i can do that and that but i'm going to apply on that brilliant women tend to go i can do that I can do that, 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 or I can't do that. I can't do that one thing. I'm not going to apply. And that's the difference between men and women's brains. I'm not going to go into that on this podcast, but there is research into that and how the brains work. And, and our brains are different. We are wired differently. And so sometimes, and it's not just women, it's other people, it's men as well. Sometimes when we're feeling a bit inferior, or we have imposter syndrome, or we're worried about what the other people will think. Have I been here long enough? Have I, have I earned the right to do this? And, and that can come in many different shapes and forms of have I earned the right to do that? This, it might be that you've worked, you work in a culture where you believe that you have to be in a position for five years before you can apply for something. You know, when I was first in policing, that was definitely the case. 
that you were expected to get at least five years experience before you applied for anything for a specialist unit. And so when, when somebody who was very driven came in and they went, well, I've done my probation, I've got two years in, I'm going to apply for that. People go, oh, you haven't learned the right, you haven't learned the right to do that. Maybe you have an organisational culture that is very similar. Or maybe it's your internal dialogue that's telling you you don't have the right. Who's going to listen to you? What are you going to say to that? You know, I do these podcasts and I'm just setting up a YouTube video and I have that constant internal dialogue as well that says, what gives you the right to be able to do that? And then I, I might, and then sometimes what the other side of my brain will go, well, actually, I've got, you know, 15 years of experience, worked on the front line, done operations. And then the other side of my brain will be like, yeah, but there's people that are more experienced than you. And it's true. There are people that are more experienced than me, but I believe I have a message to share. And so I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and doing that because we know when we step out of the comfort zone, that's where we grow. And that's where the progress in our own lives is. And that's, um, and that's where we become powerful. And one of the things that I hear people say to me is, well, what happens if the other person is more powerful than I am? So as soon as you have that feeling, you give away your power. Does that make sense? You give away your power. If I think that somebody is more powerful than me, I'm giving them my power. I might as well not even ask. So before I even knock on the door, open the door and go in and have a conversation of, you know, I'd like a pay rise because, and giving them a whole list of reasons of how great I am and what an asset to the company I am and why I deserve a pay rise. I've, um, I haven't given myself permission. I've just gone, well, actually, I don't deserve it. So when I go in, I'm not ready for that conversation. I'm not, I'm not standing in my own power to be able to ask for that pay rise because I don't, it's almost like I don't believe I deserve it before I even open the door. And that's actually very, very powerful. If you think about it, you think about those conversations where you want to ask for something or you want to put your opinion forward and give your point of view, but you don't empower yourself. You allow either your internal dialogue to kick in and talk you out of it, or you'll find an excuse, which again, is probably your internal dialogue to find an excuse not to do it. And then we're gonna look at the fourth P, which is perspective. Look at the world from the other person's perspective. We've already talked about putting glasses on, looking at the world for a different lens. Put yourself in their shoes. So if you're asking for a raise or you're asking for a promotion, what do you think the other person will be thinking? What will be going on for them? I've already given a clue. You know, I am a business owner. I have staff. And I often find myself coming at the business perspective of looking at it from a very clinical financial point of view. Now, as a business owner, absolutely, sometimes there is a place for that and you need to do it. But on the flip side, my team are not looking at it from that perspective. They are looking at it for how much they put in, how many hours that they've worked. Uh, what's going on outside, you know, other, other roles that are perhaps better paid or inflation has, has moved up. And so they're needing more money anyway to just be able to cover their mortgages and their bills. But unless I stop and, and press the big pause button and go, right, let me look at the world from their perspective rather than just my own. Let me put my glasses down over to one side and I'm going to pick another pair of glasses up. And now I'm going to step into your shoes and think about what do you see? What is it that's making you even come into this office and ask for a pay rise or ask for a promotion or ask to be recognized in a different way? So we've got four P's. I'm going to summarize now. 
So the first one is plan. Make sure you have a plan. What is your goal? What do you want to really be the outcome? And why do you want it? Because we know that when we know our why, we're more determined, we're more resilient, we're more likely to take action. Number two, practice. So find somebody you trust, record yourself, jot down a few words, practice what you're going to say before you even go into that meeting. That will help you with nerves, but it will also help you to put your point across. Three, give yourself permission. You now know your why because you've done one, which was plan. Now give yourself permission before you even walk into that door. Don't let that internal dialogue that might be more negative talk you out of it. And lastly, perspective. We're going to look at the world from another perspective, the other person's perspective, and just put their glasses on for a little while. I hope that all helps you. I hope that all makes sense. Uh, give me a shout, a message if I can help you further. But remember those four Ps before going and asking for a pay rise or for a promotion. Take care. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.